This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1755. Three questions about childhood to build deep work relationships in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Asking about childhood memories or traditions is one of the best ways to get to that deeper level with colleagues. Today, we share three questions that can give you a jumping off point to start these conversations. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going today? Hey, Lindsay. I am great. Yesterday was a super busy day for me. I was helping my brother at his art show because he had errands to run. Oh, and then okay. I was driving kids everywhere. I had to take kids to soccer and softball and a play date. And yeah, it was like, that's crazy. Craziness. A <laughs> well, we get to be on the mic today. So that's always a good thing, guys. We love yes. being on the mic for you guys. This is by far my favorite part of the entire week. It is so good. But uh, Aubrey, have you ever had conversations? Have you had conversations recently, especially with your colleagues, maybe on our team about memories or traditions from their childhood, right? Oh, things for that sure. Did. Yeah. Yes. Things like this come up all the time when Jessica and I are chatting, sometimes when we're uh -huh. recording podcasts over on IELTS Energy, and sometimes just when we're chatting before or after something else, something will trigger a memory and you'll just say, oh man, when I was a kid, we did that all the time. Or maybe yeah. I never did that as a kid. What was it like? Natives do this all the time where they bond about what their childhood was like. Yeah. And we've been talking about this a little bit lately. We've had a few episodes around this topic, but we're going to get very specific and teach you something new today, guys, because yeah, when we start to talk about what we did as kids, it's like you can connect with a different 
part of that person, right? Oh, yeah. It's much deeper, right? So many conversations just stay quite superficial. You sort of stay on the acquaintance level. Yes. But when you're wanting to dive a little deeper and I really want to get to know this person, this is one of the best ways to do it is to ask about a meaningful, meaningful childhood ritual or experience or memory. And whoever you're talking to is really going to feel that like, oh, they actually really want to get to know me. Yeah, I love that. And this idea came up because a few episodes ago, maybe a few weeks ago, Aubrey, you were sharing a story about ice fishing with your dad. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we we mentioned we're like, oh, we should do a follow up episode because this is a skill we want you guys to be able to have to be able to ask about those memories. But sometimes you are getting a little more personal. So I can see non-native speakers hesitating a little bit. Like, how do I ask about this? How do I get personal? Is it okay? Yes. Definitely, right? Go to that deeper level, but you do want those conversation starters, those what can you say to start that to get deeper. Exactly. And I wonder if this is cultural too. So when I imagine our listeners thinking, I want to ask this question, I wonder if in different cultures, this is not okay, or it is okay. I mean, we can tell you here in American English, it's totally okay. Obviously, you're not going to do it the very first time you meet someone. But as you've been spending a little more time, maybe you've been working together, working side by side, that's a great time to open that up a bit more. Right, Aubrey? Yes. And this is the best way to learn about a colleague's values. Are they Mm. close to their family? Are they active? What do they think is important? Right? Because as you talk about how you were raised, how you grew up, that all comes out and you share more of that. But you're exactly right that in the culture in the United States, this is very accepted. But you're right. That's a good point that you would never do this the first time you meet with someone. You're going to have a couple of chances to have small talk first, especially with a coworker. And then maybe you're going to have that opportunity where you're having lunch together or you've decided to go grab a coffee and you have a few minutes. That's when you want to dive deeper. Yeah, this is huge. So let's get right into it, Aubrey, and give our listeners the vocabulary that they need to do this. Because if we don't have the words, we can't open up the topic, right? Exactly. So what is the first question that we might ask someone if we want to open it up? What do you think? So this is a great one. You can say, what is something you did when you were young that strengthened your relationship with your family? Because if you keep it more general, guys, and just say like, what was your childhood like? Or what did you do as a kid? That's still very surface level. But if you Uh, are intentionally asking a question that gets deeper, if you say, you know, what's something you did that strengthened your relationship with your family? They're going to start thinking about, okay, hmm, what memories do I have that built my family bonds? And that's where they're going to get deeper. They're going to start talking about how, what they did to spend real meaningful time with their family. Yeah, I love it. It makes, it gives them a chance to think on a deeper level about their own lives. And we love anyone that lets us do that. We love that as human beings, right? Yes. We want to connect, right? Yes. Yes. For sure. Okay, so Aubrey, can can you give me an example? Are we going to answer these together? Or are we just well, giving go our listeners the role play in a minute where we okay. use these? Definitely. So we'll give you three guys, three right. ways to start this conversation. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to show you a role play where Lindsay and I are trying to get a little deeper as colleagues and how yeah. we would actually use these in a conversation. Yeah. For okay. Sure. 
Okay. All right. All right. So we'll come back to these and we'll share the actual answers, right? At some yes. point later in the episode. All right, oh, I see what you're it. saying. Yeah, no, we should. Let's answer <laughs> these should. ourselves. I like let's, that. Yeah. Let's, let's give the meat of it. So you for me, <laughs> yeah, for me, it was definitely skiing. So my parents, um, they, that was like our religion as a family. They said mm. on Sundays, they said, instead of, you know, going to church or anything like that, we're going to go together to the mountain and we're going to do ski lessons. They put us in lessons in the morning so they could ski. And then when we got out of lessons, we all skied together as a family. And this was before cell phones. So I didn't have to worry about that. But something about being on the mountain with your family, no one else is around. It's it's such it was so good for me. Yeah. I love that you were able to do that with your family. Yeah, I uh, not every family is able to do that, unfortunately. And I think more and yeah. more it's getting you and I have talked about this, how it's getting so expensive, right? The cost yeah. is really exorbitant now of a, for at a lot of ski resorts. I have a friend that wanted to take her kids kids. And it was mind boggling how pricey it was for lessons to take multiple kids. I think when we were young, it wasn't so bad because I went with my family too, and we were not rich and we could afford lift tickets. Yeah. No, no, no. This, I mean, the prices that we were paying in the nineties, literally for a half day of skiing in Vermont, $12, right? It was really reasonable. <laughs> right now, what you know what it costs for a twelve dollars for a half what day ticket? Two hundred dollars. I mean, a hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars. It has just blown up. I don't know what happened, but it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Aubrey? To? What so did you we, do? We went camping um, all the time. We went skiing a couple times. I remember those memories so vividly. But we would go camping multiple times a summer, and I think that was the best thing for my parents to take us to do. That was not expensive. We'd go fishing hiking, all kinds of outdoor activities with the whole family. I have such strong memories sitting around the campfire, making s'mores, you know, and just chatting, playing games. And yeah, yeah, I really felt like my parents loved spending time with us and valued that, um, you know, making us feel special, like that they they weren't too busy to spend several days with us, you know? Yeah. Camping is the perfect way to do it because it's free or cheap, right? And you're outside and I can't think of a better <laughs> way to get your family together. That's and so I think good. it's really good to teach kids at a young age that it's okay yeah. to be, you know, dirty and smelly and not have makeup on. <laughs> yeah. I meet totally. so many people that are like, I would never go camping. I have to shower. Mm-hmm. I have to have my makeup. That's a good, Ugh. it's a good trait to be able to be without that. <laughs> Completely agree. Yeah, no, that I, I like camping too. It's it's fun. You know, I think for me, it's a maximum of two nights. <laughs> After two nights, I got to come home. I got to yeah, take I a shower. I can see that. I can see that. Um, but <laughs> two nights, two nights is good. Fantastic way to, to just relax into it. So what would be the second question that our listeners could ask their colleagues? Up, right? Yes. So you could say, what about your childhood shaped your character? Okay. And I love this question, but you do want to keep in mind, some people might be a little bit like, like, huh, I haven't thought about that recently. And there can be a little conversation sort of getting there, right? So I could imagine a follow-up question saying like, like, for example, where did you get your amazing work ethic, right? So if you've noticed something great about them Mm -hmm. and you know that that had to have come from how they were raised, you can sort of give that as an example if they're kind of like, I don't know, I've never thought about that because that could happen, right, Lindsay? Yeah, because you're saying, Aubrey, that this could sound a little bit too theoretical and yeah. figurative or too abstract if we're not specific here, right? So maybe right. 
the answer you're trying to get is that question. And then we could put it into slightly different words if, if we get a blank stare. Yeah, kind of <laughs> rephrase it, right? So you could say, what about your childhood shaped your character, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a compliment is appropriate here. If you say like, I've noticed that you are very loyal or you're a great mm-hmm. leader or something like that, something minor that you would have noticed yeah. at work and then say, mm-hmm. did you know, did the way your parents raised you help create that in you? Right, right. And if we want to even simplify that even more, you could say something like, how'd you learn that? Right? Mm. How'd you learn that? You're a great leader. How'd you learn that? Yeah, right? because who knows? It could be, um, you know, grandparents or cousins. It could be anyone, sure. adoptive parents, right? Whoever inspired yeah. you and helped you learn these character traits. Very yeah. good point. You don't want to limit someone. Just You could just say, how'd you learn that? How'd you learn that? I love it. It's amazing how much you can learn while you drive to work. Maybe you're driving right now while you listen to All Ears English. Well, I want to tell you about another podcast that we have, and it's called IELTS Energy. So many reviews of the show mention the positive energy that they get from the hosts, Jessica and Aubrey. And it's not just from the IELTS perspective. Every week, you get two episodes to teach you vital English skills like informal and formal vocabulary, impressive grammar structures, and pronunciation. So learn how to speak English that people actually want to hear. Pause this podcast right now and search for the IELTS Energy Podcast in your player and hit follow. Okay, do we have a third one for our listeners? Guys, I hope you are writing these down because this is the key to connection right here. Yes, right? right? Yes. Okay, our third one is, did your family have any traditions or rituals that had a big impact on you? And then this also, I could see a follow-up question, right? To say something like, you know, what did it, or especially if, if they give you an answer like, oh yeah, we always went to Disneyland every year. Or like I said, we went camping every summer. And some of your coworkers might not be that chatty. They might just stop there and not give tons of details. So that's when you could ask a follow-up question and say something like, that's amazing. You know, what did it mean to you that that they clearly wanted to spend time with you? And that's where you get deeper because they're going to think about that and say, yeah, that did show me that, that they loved me, right? They cared about me. I love it. I love it. So for you, Aubrey, you shared again, the ice fishing was part of the tradition, right? With your dad. Uh, anything else important there? Yeah. So my, my parents would take us on like individual dates, especially school shopping. I remember they would always take us one at a time. And I think that one-on-one time, some, some of our listeners might be an only child. So they got that all the time. But if you have multiple siblings, that doesn't happen automatically. Often all the kids are together with the parents. So parents have to be more intentional about making that one-on-one time. And I remember feeling really special and important when they would take me on a date, just me and one parent or just my parents and me for sure. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. So good. Um, What about you? Oh, man, so many. I'm trying to think. Well, I know we had a tradition around Christmas time, around Thanksgiving. We used to together as a family put all the lights up and it would always be such a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. My mom, she hates anything that is gaudy right? The word gaudy is a good bonus word. I'm sure that'll be in the app for this episode. For sure, yes. Aubrey, gaudy, what does that mean? Yeah, that like sort of garish. That's another good vocab word. <laughs> <laughs> but it means a little bit ugly, a little bit too much and too not much. classy. It's not yes. classy. It's not beautiful. Yes. It's a little extra. They a little say. extra, like ta- not, not tasteful, 
plastic, right? This idea. So she hates things like that. And so, but we, my dad and me and my brother, we wanted to put as many lights up as we possibly could. And it was so gaudy. They were everywhere, all in the woods in front of our house, all over the house. And she'd come out. She didn't want colored lights. She wanted white ones. She wanted it to look tasteful. Tasteful, yeah, but we went nuts with the lights. And I just remember that being really fun because we felt kind of devious, you know, like we're doing something, you know, I we're challenging that. my mom. So that and was this a fun follow up question would be perfect for you to say, yes. you know, what did it mean to you to know that your dad was willing to let you, yes. you know, uh, do it the way you wanted fun, mm-hmm. even yes. though that wasn't what mom wanted? Right. Exactly. It's like the idea of learning that you can challenge people a little bit, you can push the boundaries, you could take chances. Yeah. For sure. I love that. These three questions are so helpful. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look what's happening. Like we're getting to know each other. We're opening up this connection. And now with your colleague doing business is going to be so much better, right? Because we're human beings at work. We're not just machines, right, Aubrey? Yes, exactly. (laughs) I love when anyone asks me about my childhood. Here's a big part of that. It's because it brings up all of this great nostalgia. Yes. Most of us, when we think of our childhood, we remember the good times. We remember the fun memories, right? Mm -hmm. And we love to, that's a fun thing to talk about. Everyone's going to have something that they they want to chat about. So these are great questions to dive into that, to divide into that that good nostalgia. I love it. Well, let's jump into a role play real quick. Aubrey, we're going to run out of time on the microphone here. Yes. Okay, let's (laughs) do it. (laughs) Let's jump in. So here you and I are co-workers and we're sharing a lunch break. So we know each other a little bit at this point, right? Pretty well, but we haven't really had any deep conversations yet. So this is going to be the one. Yes, here we we go. go. Okay. I'm excited for this chance to get to know you better. We are both always so busy. We haven't had a chance to chat much. I know, right? It's been fun to get to know you, but I'd love to know more about what makes you tick. Same. I know you said you grew up in Ohio. What was that like? Was it a small town? Yeah, a tiny farming town. What was your childhood like? Oh, you know, just average. Nothing special. Did your family have any traditions or rituals that had a big impact on you? Yeah, actually, we did. Every year, we would hike to a waterfall and have a picnic, and I really looked forward to it. Oh, that's amazing. What did it mean to you to know your parents wanted to create that special time together? Well, it definitely made me feel special and loved. It also was a great way for them to pass their appreciation for for the beauty of nature on to me. Okay, you guys are here. (laughs) You're going to see that I intentionally started it with kind of the what not to do or, you know, how you would follow up. So if you just say, right, what was your childhood like? Yeah. They might just kind of be like, it was nice. (laughs) Yeah. Nothing special, right? And you're going to need to ask these questions to dive deep to get them thinking, you know, what was something interesting where we can get deeper? Right. So after you said, what was your childhood like? You said, did you have any family? Did your family have any traditions or rituals that had a big impact on you? Right. And then you'd say, yes, actually. Right. You're, Mm -hmm. you're staying kind of surface level with the like, oh, my childhood was great. And then you realize, yeah, we did. I'm going to talk about this interesting tradition for sure. And then I followed up after you said that too, to give that other question. What did it mean to you to know that your parents wanted to create that special time together? Then we get into the feels as we say, right. We really start thinking a little more emotional, like, yeah, what did that mean to me? I love it. So good. We're going to get into a takeaway real quick for our listeners, but we have one more bonus, something that we said here. 
I'd love to know more about what makes you tick. What the heck does that mean? Are we talking about like deer ticks, like little, little bugs on an tick, animal tick, tick, or a tick? What, what are we talking about here? Yeah, this is a listeners. really fun idiom that just means what makes you you. We yes. say what makes you tick, almost like a clock ticks away, right? What yes. makes that clock tick? Oh, a battery or a cord. <laughs> what makes you tick is what makes you you, what, what makes your character, what makes up, what makes you uh, an interesting person. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. So guys, write that one down because that is a super native natural expression. You're not going to hear that or see that in any textbook. I can guarantee that. Aubrey, (laughs) what's the takeaway for our listeners today? Yes. You guys want to go deeper with coworkers, colleagues, and friends. It's so easy for conversations just to stay surface level, surface level with small talk for years if you let that happen, but mm. that will never build those stronger connections. So today's questions are going to give you that jumping off point to get deeper to ask about meaningful childhood memories. Yeah, I love it. And guys, you know, the thing about this is that the thing that everyone can talk about with authority is their own experience. Totally. So if you open up a space and you show that you're truly interested, don't do this if you're not interested, right? Do something oh, else. Yeah. Talk about it'll politics. Feel about, <laughs> it'll yeah. feel fake. But if you're truly interested, you open up that space. There's no better way to build a relationship with a colleague than this or a friend that you want to get to know. Right, Aubrey? It's so true, right? The first step is to really be interested, right? Don't have this conversation with someone that if you're just trying to make a sale and you don't really care to get to know them deeper, they're probably going to sense that. They're probably not going to want to talk about their childhood. But if you do, if it's someone you do want to get to know better, these are great questions to do it. All right. I love it. Well, thanks for coming on the show and talking about this today. This has been great, Aubrey. Yes. So fun. I'll see you next time. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.